Recorded live. Good morning and welcome to today's Morning Manna broadcast. I am Apostle Rose White, your host, and all of us here at the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church, we want to thank each of you for joining us on this First Fruit Wednesday. Hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made. We are going to rejoice and be glad in it. We join the first week Wednesday of each month in a special time in the Word and in intercessory prayer. We want to welcome all of our first-time callers. We thank God for you for being here with us. Uh, thought it not robbery to be here getting up early in the morning. And we just truly believe that through your sacrifice, God is going to meet you here in a most special way. To all of those that are regulars, that are constantly calling in each and every day, we do thank God for you on this morning. Before we get started, I'm just going to quickly open us up in a quick time of prayer. Amen. Just join with me for just a moment. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for this day. We praise you. We glorify you. We give you honor, O oh God, unto you. We thank you for a brand-new morning, a day in which we have never seen before. And we just ask that you would bless, have your way on today, Holy Spirit. We welcome you in our midst on today. We ask that you would bless every word that's going to be said, every, every uh, prayer that shall be offered up. We ask that you would bless, oh God, even our guests that's going to be blessing us on this morning. And we thank you for those that have already tuned in, those that are going to be chiming in shortly, and those that will even be listening via the archives on later. Father, we ask that you would bless every person, every individual, meet their very needs. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, again, we do want to say welcome to this morning's uh, edition of Morning Manor. Each weekday morning, we arise early to command our morning and to give God the first fruit of our day. And today is so wonderful because it's the first day of the month which happens to fall on the very first Wednesday. Amen. This is a brand-new month, the month of June, and so it is truly today a right-on First Fruit Wednesday. Hallelujah. So before we begin, I do ask that everyone please go to mute. Uh, you can do that by pressing star six unless you are participating um, on the program. And this morning we really only have one, and that's our guest for today. So everyone should already have muted out your lines, those that are here and have been with us any period of time you already know. But for the new callers, um, you can mute your line by pressing star six or the mute button on your phone's keypad. This helps to prevent any background noise but it gives you that opportunity of still being able to hear everything that is going on. Yesterday, for the very first time, we did have some disturbance um, that was out of the norm, and we know that it was a person's line unmuted. So it is imperative that you mute your line so that I don't have to do it, because once I mute your lines, you will be unable to unmute unless I unmute your line. Even though today we're not doing our regular reading in the book of Psalms, we still ask that you have your Bible, have your pad, and your pen ready to write. You never know what nuggets of wisdom that God wants to share with us 
through God's anointed speaker of the morning. So you want to be ready to take those notes. So we're going to get ready to get started on today. Because this is First Fruit uh, Wednesday, we're going to be giving Sister Banks that that, uh, break here on today because that's actually what our day is, First Fruit Wednesday. And God has blessed us this year to have a wonderful and have had wonderful men and women all around the country to come and to share words of wisdom on specific topics um, and even to pray on our behalf, for our behalf on issues that are actually at hand. And so we've chosen to take this year to focus on several things, including the seven mountains of influence that seems to be overtaking our country and entire world by storm. But today, this month, is a very special month because this month of June is Father's Day month. So we want to focus on something that is very dear um, to our hearts, and especially in my heart, and that is fatherhood. Often you hear us praying for fathers and calling forth the spiritual fathers. Well, today God has blessed us with a, a wonderful speaker, a wonderful man of God who is all of that. Pastor Josephus Pollock III was born and raised in Miami, Florida. He is the senior pastor of Total Faith Deliverance International Ministries Incorporated, located in the beautiful city of Warner Robins, Georgia. He is married to First Lady Alicia Cook Pollock, who was his high school sweetheart. She and she definitely is that. Amen. And when you see them on Facebook, you will see the true love and the admiration that they have for one another. And they don't mind blasting their love, their happiness, and you can see the continued romance, which needs to be on every headline, in my opinion, on today. With the many failing marriages, and you hear us pray every day on a regular basis uh, for God to move and to undergird and cover and protect marriages, we are very thankful that God is raising up godly men and women who are proven that marriage is honorable and can be happy and fun. Hallelujah. Uh, Pastor Pollock is the owner of Trucking for Jesus Incorporated, a trucking company that he established in 2001. He is a son, a brother of two, father of two, grandfather of five, and a spiritual father to a multitude. He is a prophet, street evangelist, Most of all, he is a man of God who believes that Jesus will give us the desires of our heart when we walk in obedience to his holy word and live our life by faith. This morning, I want to introduce, and I'm just so grateful, honored, and humbled that he's with us today. I want to present to some and uh, and to others my dear friend, Pastor Joe Pola. Amen. God bless you, Elder. Amen. Pleasant good morning to you beautiful people. I'm truly grateful to Jesus Christ and Apostle Pastor Rose, my beloved sister, for this opportunity to share on this line. I give honor to Jesus Christ. And I'm grateful for my beautiful wife, amen. Took 37 years for me to get her back, amen. Some stuff you're not ready for. Lord, have to get you ready, amen. And we're grateful for there is a word from the Lord. And, you know, on yesterday, Apostle uh, was 
three years that my father transitioned, and truly we're going to talk this morning about three types of father. A father one is a father of honor, and father two is a surrogate father, and father three is a father of abandonment. Uh, David talks in Psalm 27 and 10 when God said this, when my when David said this unto and the Lord spoke, said, When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. And we truly do understand that passage of Scripture. Amen. Uh, Genesis 2, verse 24 and 25 said, Therefore, therefore, as well reason, shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Verse 25 says, and they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. It was right in the eyesight of God. Amen. Genesis 4, verse 1 and 2, and Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bared Cain and said, I have begotten a man from the Lord. And she again, verse 2, bared his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of the sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. Amen. Adam taught his sons how to work. You know, so many times we talk about fathers of honor. And this day and time, so many abandoned situations concerning father. But if you have a father of honor that raised you, taught you values in life, it's a great thing. It can truly bless you because we are helpers of one another, and we're truly grateful for those fathers of honor. Even the Bible tells us that, amen, that uh, children, this is what it says. Listen to my uh, songs, uh, Proverbs 17 and 6 says, Children, children are the crown of an old man, and the glory of children are their fathers. But there's so many isolated situations in life now, and I'm going to say this to my sisters out there. If you have a baby's daddy, don't talk about the baby daddy to the child. You're building a web and calluses that you're going in later in life truly regret. You know why? Because then your nakedness and his nakedness you can see that child and children come from the Lord. I'm telling you what I know now. So we have to honor, even the Bible says, honor your father and your mother that your days may be long in the land the Lord that God gives. My brothers and sisters, that's the only commandment that gives us a promise if we do that. So honor your father. Thank some good things of your father. And I'm going to continue. And you know what I love about this hymn? This, this is me. Joshua was a father of honor. He says in verse 24, chapter 24, verse 14, Now therefore, fear the Lord, and serve him in sincerity and in truth, and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood in Egypt, and serve ye the Lord. This is what Joshua said in verse 15. And even if it seem even to you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood, 
of the gods of the Amorite in those land you dwell. But this is me speaking. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Truly, Joshua was a father of honor. And I would like to share about that second second father. So many times I've been said it takes a village to raise a child. I'm a witness of that. Amen. You can look in Matthews 18. Amen. I'm excited this morning. I want to slow down just a minute. Matthews 18 and verse, I mean, the first, Matthews 1 verse 18. Amen. I, I, I see you. I see you, though. Today is not a good day, and tomorrow don't look promising. We bind you in the name of Jesus. Matthews 1, uh, verse 18. Let me show you a second, Father. Amen. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was one of this wise when his mother Mary and spouse to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Joseph is that second father, my brother and sister. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, listen, this, was mindful to put away properly. Listen, listen. But when he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, Joseph means God adds, thy son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoke of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with a child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted, God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from his sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto his wife, and knew her not till she brought forth her first son, and he, and he called his name Jesus. A true example of a second father. In the neighborhood that I grew up in, Richmond Heights, a suburb community in South Florida, I had a surrogate father. I miss him so dearly. Uh, Mr. Willie Shotwell Sr., uh, this man was my neighbor and my godfather. Taught me such things and how to work, how to tie a tie. And Apostle Rose, uh, one day I was sad and I seen him putting a fence up. And I was standing there with tears rolling down my eyes. He said, Joe, what's wrong? I said, I can't get to your house. He looked at me. He said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put a gate right here where you can come through. Hmm. The second father, many times I'll cut my butt just like he did his own children, fed me not only food, but food of knowledge. And just last year, on August the 10th, 
my grandson was born at 219, and I was in Miami. My truck had broke down on me, and my wife and I was going back and forth. And here comes Brandon on August the 10th at 219. And in my spirit, I heard this uh, Mr. Shotwell favorite verse, Job, uh, saying, The Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. And later that morning, I called my brother Marvin Shotwell. And I could tell that he had been crying. I said, what's wrong, little bro? He said, Pop, gone. I said, where he gone? And this household was three people there in wheelchairs, the baby son, Marvin, Miss Teresa, and Mr. Shotwell. So he said, he's gone. I said, where Pop gone? He said, man, he got up out of here at 12, 19. My, my, my. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. But he was a true surrogate father. Now, now we're going to talk about that father of abandonment. Some of us on this line have dealt with that. Second Peter talks about it so plainly. Uh, help me, Holy Ghost. It's very touching, uh, Apostle Rose, uh, so many fathers. And I tell you, my sisters, help them be accountable. Don't let your children have deadbeat fathers. If you refuse to pay child support, uh, you might have to get some help from the courthouse. Amen. You didn't make him by yourself or her by yourself. So we have to try to engage help. Amen. I'm just saying, I'm being real. I was not a deadbeat father. At my time of being released from being incarcerated, I went down to the courthouse and uh, put my own information in the system. And to this day, I had the man tell me, the apostle said, I 13 years of me working in child enforcement, I never had a father come down here and submit his own information. I wanted to break the curse of a father of abandonment. Help me, Holy Ghost. Give me strength this morning. I'm talking some real stuff as the Lord gave it to me. I'm grateful to be on this line. And I pray that something be said in this message will touch your hearts. Because this is real stuff. I have a problem, Sister Rose, with the system. You know why? We got brothers that they put child support on. But this is the catch-22. You don't catch up on your money, uh, now you go to jail. Mm. And your license gets suspended. So how can I pay child support when you don't suspend my license, okay, and lock me up, and then you tell me I have to pay a certain amount of money to get out? No, it should not be. And we should vote and exercise our right to vote concerning issues. And believe it or not, we can put those same issues to the system so they won't be any deadbeat dads. So many people, and I even talk about blended families. I do have a blended family. You know what? I love them just like they're my very own because when you get married, you marry everybody, the children, 
the sisters and brothers and nieces and nephews and cousins. You marry everybody. That's why it's called a blended family. Let's look at this here. Second Peter, verse 13 and verse 15. And shall receive rewards of unrighteousness as they that count it pleasure to ride in the day, sport and blemish, sporting themselves with their own, deceiving while they feast with you, having eyes full of adultery. They cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls and hearts that have exercised with covenant practice and cursed children, which have forsaken that right way and are gone astray, following the ways of Balaam, the son of Boser, who loved the wages of righteousness, but was rebuked from his iniquities, a dumb ass speaking with a man's voice forbidden the madness of the prophet. There you have a father of abandonment. And I want to share this from my heart. Even on yesterday, Apostle, uh, like I say, it was my father's third year anniversary of transitioning. And he was guilty of the offense of abandonment. Uh, yes, he was. Never paid child support. And, you know, three years ago, when I did my father's eulogy, it was entitled, you haven't always been my hero, hmm. but when you accepted Jesus Christ in August of 2008, I led my father to the Lord at 71 years old, still trying to be OG on the walker. Come on, pops. Hmm. I shared with him that I need to know that he's going to make it into heaven. The Lord had given me a dream that at a young age, he called my father to preach. So expeditiously, I was in Laredo, Texas, and my former pastor and I was talking on the phone about our fathers. And in the midst of that, he called me the next days with tears in his eyes. He said, Preacher, my dad is gone. I said, Gone well. He said, Man, he had a massive heart attack and dropped dead. Right then and there, I prayed with him. I got on the phone. I called to Miami. Watch yourself. Watch yourself, Apostle. Look at the Holy Ghost. The next load came to my computer to my truck was from Laredo, Texas, to Miami, Florida, to Lejeune Road. I got on the phone. I called my mother. I called my sister. I said, I, my sister, I said, sister, I said, I got to make sure that it's safe. I told him about the situation. Came to Miami, parked my tractor and trailer in my mother's front yard. My sister took me to Enterprise. I went to the barbershop on 54 with my daddy. felt like he was, that's his hangout spot. I went in that barbershop. Everybody agreed, hey, little children. Now, I didn't want to hear none of that. I had an assignment. He looked up and seen me with the big eyes. He said, what you doing? I said, let's go. Got him in the car. Took him home. I said, Pop, the Lord showed me at an early age he called you to preach. He said, yeah, 10 years old, but my grandmama told me, say, boy, ain't nobody going to listen to your little nappy-headed self. 
he never preached. Listen to me good. But on that day, I took him down that Romans road, 10, verse 8 to 13, and let him know what my concerns was. That was the first time I ever seen my father cry. But you know what? Hmm. The Lord fixed that situation. He accepted Jesus Christ as his personal Savior. I'm talking about a father of abandonment. I, Apostle Rose, I was 40 years old before I ever heard my daddy say he loved me. But you know what? He told me that. Amen. We have situations that we did not sign up for, my brothers and sisters. But can you see yourself in the midst of situations dealing with a father of honor, a surrogate father, a father of abandonment? But on the flip side, I was talking to my great aunt, my grandma's sister, and she said, Little Joe, I said, Yes, ma'am. She said, uh, Your daddy didn't know love. All he dealt with, his father abandoned him. His father abandoned him. His mother abandoned him. She would drop him off to family members. He would drop him off to family members for months and months at a time. So he didn't know love. So how can you give that you don't know? And I'm going to share this here. And we got to listen to what the words say. It will give us direction and correction. Listen to Ephesians 6. It's so powerful. The Lord is talking to all of us this morning. Ephesians 6, uh, verse 1 through 4 says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on earth. And I must say this, that's why young people are dying at a rapid age so early now, because they're so disrespectful. And verse 4 talks to us, and ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurturing and admonition of the Lord. Even even uh, Proverbs 17 uh, and 6 tell us that, uh, children, Father, are they glory? We have to put some Jesus in our children now. They're being, it's so many devices, my brothers and sisters. When I was coming along, I'd be 55 in August, about to meet the speed limit, the apostle. They told me I wouldn't make it to 18. I thank the Lord that he's the best mathematician in the world. Proverbs 22 and 6 say, train up your child in the way to go. When he's old, he will not depart. That does not mean we're not going to go astray. That not, not that does not mean we're not going to be on Broadway, want to be under the lights waving and doing those mischievous things that we so desire to do. I was raised up in the church all my life, and I promised myself, I say, when I get grown, I ain't never going to church. You know, Sunday school, morning worship. Come back for BTU. It ain't that much church in the world. A prayer meeting, Bible study. But you know what? I enjoy so much being in church. It's just a way of life. Jesus first, 
family second, and the rest of this stuff comes so easy. But in the midst of this, as father of abandonment, I was relieved when my father told me, finally told me, I love you. Watch this here. I'm going to use this here. I like to uh, not bore you. Earth, Wind, and Fire had a song back in the day. They say, you can't hide love. You want my love, and you can't deny. You know it's true, but you try to hide. You turn down love like it's really bad. You can't give what you never had. That was a powerful song. Well, bless your soul. You can't fool a few, but I know the truth. So you do. And you can't hide love. You can't hide love. I bet you. Y'all remember that song? Y'all was in the club then. Everybody on this line ain't been saved all their lives. I'm trying to encourage somebody this morning. Lean not to your own understanding, my brothers and sisters, but in all your ways acknowledge him, Jesus Christ, and direct your path. I pray much for you. I truly am grateful this morning. And as I was instructed, I enjoy praying for people. I try to keep my heart and my hands clean so I can intercede for folk. And I, at this time, I want to pray for those that need a prayer this morning. I'm truly grateful for the opportunity. I pray that something was said this morning that bless your heart. I poured my heart out to you. I'm going to take your prayer request this morning. Is it good timing for that, Apostle? Yes, yes, it is, Elder. Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. I bless you. The line is open for prayer requests. Good morning, Apostle. This is Pastor Lake Baker. Would you uh, pray for my husband and my sons that they would give, come give me the, Give me that name again. Give me that Leon, name again. Leon Baker. Okay, Baker. And Timothy. Kenyon or Kenny. Frederick, Timothy, yes, ma'am, and Leon Jr. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so very much. Are they saved, preacher? No, ma'am. No, sir. They're not. My my son is. Frederick is. We're going to stand and believe God for saving them. We're going to stand in the gap. And as the word say, with loving and kindness have I drawn thee, Jeremiah 31 and 3. That's what's going to get them in. And you know what? They couldn't come to the Lord, call them, but we're going to stand in the gap for them on this day. God bless you. We will pray. Thank you. Amen. Will it be another this morning? Um. Perhaps I have one. If you would lift up um, uh, Ernest Allen, um, if you Ernest Allen, also Ronald Clark, both Ronald Clark Sr. and Ronald Clark Jr. Uh, if you would lift up all of all of the brothers that are even here uh, on the call on today, I want to lift all of them up today. Amen. Amen, Apostle. Grateful to be here. Will it be another? Good morning, Elder. This is Sister Katrina. Um, if you would continue to lift up um, Renee, who had uh, fusion done in surgery. Uh, she's in rehab right now. She's in a lot of pain. 
And uh, she's recently accepted the Lord and just to continue to uh, pray for her. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Can you all hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes, sir. I would like to have a prayer sent out for my mother, Rosetta Blackwell. All of those that are Come in assistant nursing homes and for all of the veterans and our leaders that God will show them the error to their ways and, and that we can stand fast and not be railroaded into any and everything. Thank you. How are you doing, preacher? <laughs> All right, brother. I love you, man. We we will pray. <laughs> will it be another? Good morning. This is Evangelist Scott from Westchester, New York. Um, I would like you to lift me and my family uh, in prayer. Um, my spiritual mother and dad, Bishop Warren and Evangelist Warren, um, Bishop Gertman, Bishop Robert E. Gertman, and First Lady Gertman, uh, the Salvation and Deliverance Church uh, worldwide. Uh, my pastor is, is Apostle Jerome King and First and First Lady King. And um, my other mother, spiritual mother, her name is Mother Guarded. I'm from Staten Island. Um, thank you. And I would, thank you, Elder. Give, give me your name again. Um, my name is Trisel. Well, my first name is Trisel. T-R-E-S-A-L. Okay, Apostle Evangelist, God bless you. Thank you. Will it be another? I'm going to tell you the power of prayer. Three years ago when I got the call that my father had had a massive heart attack, and his wife said by the time my sister called me, she said, Claudette said she's going to pull the plug. And all the way there, I was quoting John 10 and 28, no man can pluck you out my hand. Got there anointed my daddy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I left to go back home to Atlanta. Came back that Friday, Saturday, and it's on my page. He came out of intensive care and critical care. The Lord raised him up, put him on hospice, and let him rest, and then took him home. The power of prayer coming in agreement. That's what we're going to do this morning. Will it be another this morning? Prayer works. Yes. Jesus will. Give me your name again, sister. Excuse me. Lamarca, L-A-M-A-R-K-A, Banks. And I have five brothers. They're, They're Lee Banks seniors' children. So I would like prayer for all of my five brothers. The, the singer? No. Okay. Sound familiar, thanks. Okay, my sister. And then for my brother-in-law, Matthew Aaron. And that's and also for our, our bishop, Bishop Abrams, and his family. Yes, ma'am. Are those brothers leap the leap? The brother saved yeah, the bank's brother. Um, well, I'm going to say yes and no. Yes for some and no for some. Out of the five, one is a pastor, a junior pastor, 
And he's in Texas, so that's Lafayette, that's the baby. And then my oldest brother, Lee, he's a Mormon bishop in Utah, so I don't know about that one. And then there's Linnell, Larkis, and Lindell. So they're all L's, we're all L's. One thing we have to do, make sure our family members are safe. Just call them up. Talk to them when you see them. Encourage them to come on the Lord's side. Nothing else is going to work. Amen. I'm telling you some real stuff. Jesus first, family second. The rest of this stuff be easy. The burdens will be light. Will it be another this morning? Will it be another this morning? Silence is golden. I'll take two more. We're going before the throne of grace. Someone's line is unmuted and making some distractible noise, and we pray, whoever it is, my brother and sister, please mute your line unless you're speaking. Will it be one or two more? Amen. And Elder, I'm going to mute out all the lines just before you get ready to pray. Amen. Okay, okay, Apostle. God bless you, my sister. I'm excited about the, what the Lord is doing. And as even as my brother Thomas, the preacher, said, praying for the leaders of the new leaders coming into this country, you better get out and vote. You better pray. Amen. Yeah. Stuff is serious business. Jesus will fix every situation. Turn it over to him. Just give it to him. Will it be another? Much as be said this morning, I pray that your hearts was enlightened. Let's be the best you can be. Do you know the amazing thing that the Lord did? He says no respect the person. But you don't know one thing about the human anatomy. When you point that one finger back at somebody, you point at somebody, you got three pointed back at yourself. So we have to examine ourselves. We have to ask the Jesus to work on us too so we can be the best that we can be for him. Amen to be example. So many lost souls. But I'm thankful and I'm grateful. Apostle, we're not going to prolong the time. We're going to go ahead and pray. Amen. I'm going to go ahead and mute out all the lines. Give me just one moment. Amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. Can you hear me? Go ahead. Your line is open. To God be all the glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Most eternal, almighty God. Lord, we come this morning. First of all, we want to tell you thank you for a brand new day, new mercies on today. Another day to get it right. A day we never seen before, nor will we ever see again. But, Father, I pray today for every one of the sound of my voice, Lord. Help us, Lord. You know I ever need you know I ever desire. And so many times I said it and I mean it. Uh, 
Psalms 37, 4 says, Delight ourselves in you. Find pleasure in you, Jesus. And you say you'll give us the desires of our heart. I come now on behalf of my brothers and sisters this morning. Lord, you say we can come boldly before your throne of grace. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I'm come boldly. I come in this morning asking you, Lord, to forgive us for any unrighteousness. Lord, we keep our eyes on you each and every day. Help us to examine ourselves. And even as we stand in the gap for so many family members, Lord, help us to be example that you changed us in the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord, to encourage one another to be a, a vessel that we will be a vessel of honor that you can use. I thank you for the powerful woman of God. Lord, give her desires of her heart. Strengthen her, Lord. Help her to hold up this bloodstained battle, kingdom business and kingdom purpose. I pray for my sister Baker this morning, Timothy, Kenny, and Leon, and Frederick, lifting up the Allens and the Clarks this morning, Sister Renee, Mother Blackwell, and all those on that sick and shutting list, Bishop Warren, and the Pearly family, and the Gretman. I'm praying for the kings and the banks and bishops this morning. I pray for my brother Matthews. Lord, you heard the petitions. And even in the midst of me not hearing clearly all the names, you heard them, Lord. Lord, you know I ever need. You know I ever desire. Some need salvation today, Lord. And Lord, help us to be that vessel that would encourage them to come on the Lord's side where you can show us great and mighty things we know not of. You told us in your word for us not to lean, not to own understanding. But in all our ways acknowledge you, and you will direct our path. Lord, we need direction this morning. We need more love and more forgiveness this morning. Some even need a healing in their body and a financial blessing. And we come to you, Jesus. Because you told us in your word, you'll supply all our needs according to your riches and glory. And even as Paul said, we can do all things through Christ. Strengthen us, Lord. And Satan, we see you. We bind you on that feet. We plead the blood of Jesus over everyone under the sound of my voice. Not today, devil. <laughs> and tomorrow, don't look promising. Because we're covered under the blood of Jesus and you told us in your word, Lord, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Even those tongues that condemn us, Lord, you say you're going to deal with them. For that alone, we tell you, thank you. Lord, shape us and mold us to be more like you. I plead the blood of Jesus over our children today, name by name and face by face. Shape them, Lord. Mold them. Help us encourage one another each and every day to live right. But you say, without holiness, no man shall see you, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord. Help us understand holiness is a way of life. And even those marriages where the spouse of being disobedient said it, that the sanctified wife sanctified her husband. Even in so, Lord, fix the situation. Keep the communication lines open in marriages. 
Lord, I pray that you change the appetite, that we hunger and thirst after righteousness, and we hunger and we can lavish and enjoy one another. And then the adulterous spirit, we bind it on our feet. And the drunken spirits, Lord, help us, Jesus. In these last and evil days, I want to live up all my brothers and sisters still dealing with any type of addiction, whether it be drugs, alcohol, gambling, pornography. Lord, you told us to cast all our cares on you because you cared for us. Even when you came, Lord, you told us in your word that you didn't come to condemn but you come that we might be saved. Help us to encourage one another. Hold up this bloodstained battle. I pray for all our brothers and sisters that's incarcerated. Lord, I know that jail and prison ain't the worst place, but hell is. Because you told us in your word, you lead us beside the still water so you can restore our souls. Lord, help them, Lord. In the name, I even pray for those that are in prison in the minds, Lord. Any mental illness, we bind it. Any sickness and disease, whether it be cancer, lupus, MS, sickle cell, glaucoma, dementia, AIDS, Ebola, bone and joint problems, flu and cold-like symptoms, we bind them. In the name of Jesus, you said by your stripes we are healed. I even live up the doctors and the nurses and all medical staffs. Lord, help them, Lord, that they can help us. I want to live up even our law enforcement, Lord, and all the armed forces. They were sworn to serve and protect. Even in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine, even the Coast Guard, Homeland Security. And, Lord, as they protect us, I pray you put an angel protection around them. They're sworn to serve, Lord. So many have died. And even this past three-day weekend Memorial Day, so many thought it was about the barbecue. No, Lord, help us to realize it was about the sacrifice. So many lives, Lord. And I pray for this country as the new leadership come. Lord, I pray that you, you, Lord Jesus, put the right person in the presidency. Praying for the Senate and the Congress, Lord. Help them to be men and women of integrity. For you said, Lord Jesus, your eyes in every place, beholding the evil and the good. Lord, you see it. You know it. Help us to make the righteous choice. Lord, even we pray this morning for our enemies, Lord. Ah, we see you, devil, but Lord Jesus, you told us, said that you'll make our enemies be our footstool. You told us you'll make them be at peace with us, Lord. You even told us you'll prepare the table before us in their presence, even in the workplace, even in our families, Lord. You do it. Help us to be a vessel of honor. Shape us and mold us each and every day to love like you, to encourage like you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for your agape love, that unconditional love. I pray for every one of us this morning. Lord, put that agape love in in spite of the abandonment of fathers. uh, Lord, help us in the name of Jesus. Stand on your word. 
We ever look to the ears where cometh our help. Because we know all our help come from you. And without you, we're nothing, Lord. You told us in your word, Lord. Hmm. Help us today, Lord. Help us, Lord. Even we live for principals and teachers and school staff, even the bus drivers and, Lord, at school, get out for the summer. We plead the blood of Jesus over our children. Buying any gun violence and homicide and suicide and homosexual spirits that's lurking. We bind you, Satan, under our feet, and we plead the blood of Jesus over our children this summer, Lord. And all this senseless killing, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you hold it ransom, praying for our children. Most of all, we give our children back to you, Lord. You gave us to them on assignment. You told us to train them up in the way to go. Help us train them up, Lord. Help us to speak those things that we're supposed to speak, to be a beacon light unto others. Help us some that be sagging parents, Lord, even lifting up foster parents today. Lord, help them not be about the money, but be a concern about that soul. You told them when Peter came to you, Jesus, you, he asked you who was the greatest in the kingdom. You told us, Lord, that he that humbled himself such as a little child and come unto you. But you said it's better that they hang a millstone around their neck and cast themselves in the depths of the sea than offend one of my little ones. Lord, I pray for those that abuse and little babies, little precious babies, knowing that we all one time was little precious babies, but we always going to be your children. Help us to stand, Lord. And, Lord, help us to warn the people in these last and evil days. And I denounce every homosexual marriage. You said the father shall leave. The son shall leave his father and mother and cling to his wife, and they be one. And I denounce every homosexual marriage because it's not of you. You say what you have drawn together, let no man put asunder. Nothing is right about those marriages, Lord. And Lord, we just speak against him. We are speaking love and encourage him that they're doing wrong. And wrong cannot be right. Give us the boldness and the courage, even in our family, Lord, to warn the people. I pray today that we'll be ambassadors for you. Help us as Saul turned Paul. Help us, and we all have had a Damascus rule experience, Jesus. You say we can't come unless you draw us. Thank you for drawing us, Lord. Help us, Father. All our steps every day. We'll be mindful to give your great name all praise, honor, and glory that is due unto you. Nobody like you. So loving, so kind, so forgiving, and so understanding. Thank you, Father. Help us to be like you. Thank you for that precious blood you shed on Calvary Cross for the remission of all our sins when you didn't have to do it. Thank you for the beating that you took. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. How they spit upon you, piercing the side, nail spikes in your hand and feet. 
Shed all manner evil. Pluck your beard. Even place a crown of thorns on your skull. And you told him, say, Father, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Help us, Lord. Nobody like you. So loving, so kind, so understanding, so forgiving. We need you now more than ever, Lord, in these last and evil days. Again, I say, help us warn the people that you're on your way back. Signs and wonders are here. Sons against fathers. Daughters against mother. Earthquakes in diverse places. Famine in the land. You're warning the people, Lord. Help us warn the people. And we give you all honor and glory on this day. It's in the awesome and powerful name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And we seal these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you right now for your servant. We thank you for the honorableness, oh God, that we're hearing, oh God, even in him today. We thank you for the love that we feel even on this ministry line on today. And we ask that you would restore his cup, refill him on today of all that he has poured out unto us. Help us to have ears to hear as he, as he has spoken, as you have given him the unction and have spoken through him. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank, thank you, God. Lord. Be the glory. Uh, yes, God. God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Such an anointing. Such a sweet, sweet anointing. Yes. On this slide, hallelujah. Truly, the presence of the Lord is yes. in this place. Hallelujah. 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 Yes. Nobody oh. but the Lord. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Nobody but Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I feel the presence of the Lord. There's a spirit of love that is waiting. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. You're praying for fathers. That's God's heart. As we're standing in the gap, we believe in God that fathers, husbands, uncles, grandparents are being set free that people as a whole are being delivered today. Such a sweet, sweet spirit. Thank you so much, Pastor Pollock. We just thank God for you on today. We're going to open up very quickly for those that are here on the line um, that would like to come forth and, you know, if there's a praise report or if you just want to give a a word of thanks on today. Uh, for our speaker. We're just so thankful for him taking out the time to be here with us on this morning. His days are so busy. He really moderates on another line every morning, but he 
was able to come to be with us on today. And so we're so thankful for him for that. So the line is open for those that may have a praise report on today or a word of thanks for our speaker this morning. Amen. 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 We thank you this morning for that beautiful word of encouragement. And certainly I feel the presence of the Lord. We know that God is moving by his spirit. So we thank you for coming and sharing with us this morning your heart. God bless you and keep you. And may he do more than you ever can imagine or think. God, give unto you, even as you have given to us this morning. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. 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 To God be all the glory. I do want to say this in closing. I have this saying, uh, Apostle, as we as messengers and prophets of God, the Lord, for give us the forewarning people. I this this is what I do when I'm even paying bills, even in the Walmart or wherever I'm at even when I'm delivering freight to Coles Department store. I have some real simple, even in my family. I say, I got a million-dollar question for you. And the eyes get big and excited. And they, okay, give it to me. Do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? <laughs> and we go from there. Y'all can use that. Jesus is on his way back for his people, I'm telling you. Just be kind to one another. What happened to the uh, preacher do unto others that we are having to do? What happened to that scripture? They whited it out the Bible. Treat mm. the way you want to be treated. And when you see Satan, tell him, say, not today. Everybody say that, not today. Not today. And tomorrow don't look promising. And tomorrow don't look promising. Whatever Jesus did, he spoke it into existence. We got to speak this thing that be not as though the way. We got to speak it. I'm tr- I truly feel honored to be on this line this morning. My heart is with you. I do have my own personal prayer life, and I will keep these prayers in the midst of me traveling. Pray for blood-covering travelers. I travel sometimes five, six, seven hundred miles a day. And you know what? Over 70% of the time, me and Jesus is having a conversation. I love each and every one of you with the agape love. Pray for the agape love in your heart. You know, mm-hmm. he says, supply needs that we love one another as Christ loved and gave himself for us. I feel honored this morning. And God bless you also, woman of God. Just get out your bucket. I see him as he said, the blessing is going to run you down and overtake you because you're about your father's business to bless the people of God. And he can't sit up on this ministry if you don't have any discipline. So even those that are under this ministry, pray that the Lord will discipline your heart to his word and the leadership. God bless you. God keep you. Jesus bless you real good is my favorite prayer. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Elder. God bless you. God bless you. We just had such a wonderful, wonderful time on this morning's Morning Manor broadcast. This is First Fruit Wednesday, and truly we're giving God the first fruit. Uh, for today and honoring him, giving him praise and glory, allowing us just to see a brand new month. Today is a brand new month, halfway already through the year. What a blessing and what a mighty God we serve. Amen. Well, you know, by way of announcements, we do want to announce um, for those, if there are no other praise reports, 
Amen. Because uh, I am just so filled from what I've heard on today and have made so many notes. I pray that you all have done exactly the same um, as the man of God has ministered to our very heart and uh, taken on even the scriptures. And I'm going to be even posting uh, some of the, the tidbits that he mentioned uh, on today. I'm going to be listing them on Facebook because we need to really be reminded of certain things and we need to get a heart um, for the men. A lot of times we pray for the women and for mothers, but oftentimes we leave out the fathers. And so we want to begin to really stand in the gap on behalf of men everywhere and to lift them up like never before. Amen. Well, by way of announcements, we do ask that you would join us um, here on tonight. Uh, on for our midweek Bible study, which is called our Disciples Life Class. We begin at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 Central. You can listen to us live on Blog Talk Radio at the Empowered for Life show. Please see our announcement on Facebook or visit our website under the news section, even for a couple of changes that are going to be. But we're looking forward to tonight remaining still on Blog Talk Radio. And then beginning next Wednesday, we will be starting uh, right here on TalkShoot for our midweek Bible study. We're just looking forward to what God is about to do. Amen. Change is not always easy, but change can prove to be a good thing when done in God's perfect timing. We just have to be willing to make the change. Amen. And then join us again in the morning at 6 a.m. for another edition of Morning Manor, where we will be continuing in our journey in the book of Psalms. Tomorrow we will be on Chapter 90. I'm telling you, Psalms have just been something else. It has been such a blessing. We're already over halfway through um, the book of Psalms, to God be the glory. And then visit us regularly at our church website, which is www.kogfellowshipchurch.org. We're working to keep uh, in a breath with everything that is taking place. And again, we're also going to be posting this First Fruit Wednesday with our guest speaker for today um, on the website. And we pray that you continue to cover him and to pray for him and First Lady Pollock um, as they're continuing to do a great work there in Warner Robins, Georgia. Amen. Well, this marks the end of our today's Morning Matter broadcast where we're celebrating First Street Wednesday. We want to thank uh, again Pastor Pollock, a great man of God, who has shared from his heart with us on today, covering us in prayer with such fervency. And to each one of you, thank you for your presence on today. And so if all hearts and minds are clear, amen, we're going to close out this morning coming from our benediction scripture that is June 24 and 25 that says, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. 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 From all of us here at the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church, we want to wish you all a wonderful, blessed, blessed day. Remember to love on someone. Amen. As, as Pastor Pollock talked about, love on them. Be good to people. Share forth the love of Jesus to everyone that you meet on this First Fruit Wednesday. 
Amen. God bless you, and I love you. Love you too. God bless you all. You too, God bless you. God bless you also, Sister Katrina, Evangelist. We thank you. Thank God for all of you on today. God bless you, Sister God bless you all. God bless you, everybody, and and have a wonderful day. You too, evangelist. God bless you. God bless you, Bishop. Have a wonderful day. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Pastor Lake Baker. Have a wonderful day. You do likewise, my sister. We'll talk to you later. God bless you all. Amen. Amen, amen, Pastor, amen. God bless you.